0: everybody welcome to the loot bros podcast i'm your host resident daryl and tonight it's just the bearded bros it's the bearded nerd what's up guy what's going on man it's just us we uh we actually did the show in reverse order and at (laughs) we did a little interview slash um community hangout section uh with uh, a friend of the show jeffrey scott maddox glad to have him on and uh, who knows? Yeah, so, we talked about uh, at, at the end of the show, we talked about how we recorded for four hours. So, I think now we've kind of committed, eh? Hey, uh, hey. Negative, negative. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I tried. All right. So, here we are. This is the Loot Bros podcast. This is your general gaming with a comedic twist podcast. All right. We come together each and every week. We talk about video games and we talk about them in a way that anyone who's current or retro. Can all be a part of the conversation? You don't have to play the latest and greatest to get down with us. Am I right, Zach?
1: I mean, sometimes.
0: Maybe, maybe sometimes. Maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes. I know I'm
1: maybe. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean we did just we did just play Dead Space for our, for our book club. There, you go. there our, you go. Our game club. I'm gonna call it a game club, not our book club. Yep. It's it's yep. a book club for games. All right. That's you, right. You get the point. And I do. get the point. All right. And then, you know, and this time around, you know, a new game is winning right at this point in time. We're not going to say what it is yet. because that will oh. actually might
0: sway, sway the votes? Well, we're currently we're playing Ghost of Tsushima for our Loot Bros game club. Uh, we have less than 30 days left on this game to, to knock it out. And then we'll be doing our community review. We'll have some community members on uh, our good friend and brother from down under CJ is going to be back on the show to talk Ghost of Sushima with us. Um, but tell me, Zach, what is currently winning on the Patreon for the next game club?
1: Deathloop.
0: Yay! Oh, dang. What's up? That's dope. I'm pretty excited about that, kinda. Um, I'm excited from the perspective of playing something current, something new, something that's available on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, but I'm also not, because that's
2: a loop game. Those yep. daggum loop games.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: like dying and starting over.
1: I mean, apparently what who is it that played a lot of returnal? It was Alex, right? Alex yeah, played a lot yeah. of returnal. Yeah, so Alex, Alex will be happy to participate. Maybe we can you know what? Maybe we can get Alex on the show. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll steal one of one of their hosts since they steal ours all the time.
0: Uh oh, Zach, I've got bad news. What? Deathloop is currently tied with Ratchet and Clank twenty sixteen in votes.
3: So siphon time filter
0: time. is starting to pick up some steam got it i need to log on and vote all right uh, here we go here we go all right so check it out guys this is the loop bros podcast we have a patreon and just like every other podcast in the world our patreon we have extra content you can get in for as little as a dollar our page, patreon is in fact the best patreon out there um if you don't believe me just ask so what we do on our Patreon is we have our extra episodes, the Super Loot Bros. We have our Loot Bros. comic cast, which I'm dropping another episode in there tomorrow. Uh, we have the Loot Bros. deep dive. Now, that is at the $5 tier. So at the $5 tier, you have access to all the other tiers, all the extra content, our monthly Nintendo podcast, Loot Bros. Driftcast. And we ha- you get voting rights at any tier of the Patreon. You get voting rights to the community game clubs and the things that we play. So, currently, the list of games available to vote on for the Loot Bros Game Club number three is Halo 4, Man of Medan, Deathloop, A Plague Tale Requiem, The Evil Within, Bugsnax, Ratchet & Clank 2016, Skyrim, Siphon Filter, and Hitman. So There you go, there you go. Currently, Deathloop is at 38% of the votes, Ratchet & Clank 2016 is at 38% of the votes, and Siphon Filter is at 25% of the votes.
1: Come on, guys. You don't want to play Skyrim? You can play play some Siphon
0: Filter, bro. Let's get some of that PS1 love in and get them platinum trophies and the platinums.
1: Man, I'm about to go out of town at the end of this month. I'll be out of town when we do our next review. If we have to play Siphon Filter, I'm going to be SOL for like a whole three weeks.
0: Huh? Or you bring your PSP and play Siphon Filter on there.
2: I have to buy it, though. Hmm.
1: Maybe I'll challenge you on our YouTube. Or maybe you just send me a copy.
0: Uh, You know, the first one's not on there. You'd have to actually play it on PS1 or get it digitally. See? Oh, yeah. I mean, you could jailbreak it. Uh, That's a lot of work. Eh. Eh. I've got a jailbroke PSP. I just don't have a ton of ROMs for it. (laughs) So here's something I don't know. And now I'm going to completely derail the whole show. Maybe someone listening, someone smarter than me, will write in and explain to me. The problem I run into is this. I've I've got a jailbroken PSP. The firmware's on it, but I don't really know where everyone goes to get their ROMs, and I don't know what a trusted website is. I don't know if there's like a media. F-
1: I'll send you mine. It's still pulled up on my phone, but technically emulators are legal. ROMs are not. Do not copy games. Naughty, naughty.
0: Okay. So my point is this, is like, I don't know where to get my actual, like, Games from if I were to get my games. And I have actually reached out to people on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like, hey, if you mod my stuff and load it up with everything, I'll pay you. Just freaking do it. Just generate my stuff. I don't even want to fool with it. Like, I'm kind of one of those guys because it's like I, I do this stuff and I don't do it right. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't follow the directions correctly, or maybe I don't know what the freak I'm doing because I'm not a PC nerd. And then it's like, uh, you know, like where do I go to get this stuff? Where, what, you know, do I use a VPN? You know, like what what is it? What is everybody doing these days? I As a matter of fact, that's a conversation we should have on the podcast. If you yep. listen to the show and you are a a ROM user, a jailbreaker, a hacker, let's have a conversation. Let's schedule a Loot Bros podcast where we get together and talk about jailbreaking and modding our consoles because that used to be something I was into back in the day. And you know, now I just, I have zero interest in doing it, but I wouldn't mind having like a PSP with like downloaded versions of the games that I own, you know, Matt G. Uh, Matt Amanda talked to you uh, talk uh, uh, about it. I was kind of leaning, leaning towards that one. I was going to give him, I was going to give him the opportunity to invite himself. But I'm no, sure he's not. He doesn't,
1: the only one. He, he, he doesn't get the option, Matt. You're coming on the podcast in the Mother. next week or two. I'm sorry. You don't, you don't no. have a choice. Yeah. I, this is how you're going to find out. You're going to listen to this week's episode and you're coming on the podcast. All right?
0: Dang it. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can set Matt up with a little side hustle. He can mod stuff on the side for people.
1: Just Just send me the folder and tell me what to do. That's it. Man. Mods
0: for hire. All right, so like I said, Loot Bros Podcast, we have a Patreon. Uh, Obviously, we're pirates and we steal games. Um, Each and every week, we get together, talk a little nonsense, uh, interact with the community. So what I did for this particular week is I saved the community questions that we missed from last week. So last week, there was a handful of questions that came in after we recorded. And so instead of starting a whole new thread, I just kind of saved those for us. And at the end of the show, you will hear an invite from a community member, someone who's been participating in the Facebook group for quite some time. He and I got together, uh, you know, swapped some comic books, had a nice little conversation today here on the podcast about content creation from the little guy's standpoint. And just, you know, like kind of some, some of the, I don't know, some of the issues, some of the kind of the, the realities of it for making, making struggles, content, of yeah. yeah, uh, struggles,
1: the, just, uh, the the good, the bad.
0: Good, the bad, e- and the ugly. Yeah, and just All encouraging right. each other to hey, stick with it. You you guys out there making content, stick with it. So hopefully you'll listen to it and you'll enjoy it. I hope that we uh you know provided a nice little maybe a little sense of encouragement for you. All right, um, this is usually the part where we toast, but you know what? We did the uh, back end, get, yeah. of, uh, the front end. Give another slurp. Are you another ready? Slurp. Here we go. Oh, that sounded nasty. All right, it's so we uh, are.
1: Of the water bottle, I noticed that because it dripped all over my chin.
0: Yeah, it did, yeah, it did. So we toasted to the Patreon producers at the end of the show. So I will leave that. Love,
1: we still love y'all. Y'all still That's got right. a shout out. I promise.
0: That's right. So why don't we do this, Zach? Why don't we uh, get into some of the games that you've been playing this week? Okay,
1: so uh, you and I talked about it a little bit briefly. I actually got some trivia this week. We played a little bit of.
2: Monopoly.
1: I've been playing a little bit of Monopoly on on the TV with uh with with the wife and. The the brother in law and his girlfriend. They've that's what we've been doing before we all part our part ways and go to bed. Um so we've been playing a little bit of Monopoly, which is kind of cool. I uh got the uh the My Monopoly Plus thing. Um uh, yep. so we actually got to make our own board and stuff, which was kind of fun. Uh and then I started Ghost of Tsushima the other day. Nice. Um like just the intro was so beautifully cinematic. The, yes. The the brother in law's girlfriend literally was like, "Hey, I thought you were watching a show." I was like, "No, I'm playing video game." <laughs> and I was like, "This thing's dope."
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, "I'm excited for this now." And I got through through like the the initial part. Uh, I'm now into kind of actually using uh, the char- the main character. Yep, Jin um, Gen- Sakai. And what else have I been playing? Oh, I uh, played a little bit more Mega Man Battle Network. Okay. Uh, so funny story, actually. Uh, I was going to play it last night. I laid down in bed, and uh, I, s- uh, I have a tw- I have a I have a twin that I sleep on because you know we've talked about it before. I snore really loud; my wife can't sleep, so we sleep separately. But um, I laid in my bed, and I'm laying there, and um as soon as I start moving and finally get relaxed, the whole top part of my bed towards my headboard collapses. Hmm. And, and all you hear throughout the house is son of a bitch. And my wife's like, what happened? I was just like, my bed just broke. I'm laying all lopsided. <laughs> I'm like a perfect right angle triangle right now. And she's like, well, what happened? Was, is it broke, broken? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I, so I took the, I unscrewed the centerpiece and I left the headboard and then the one board that's still attached on it. And I unscrewed the the one last corner that was hanging on for dear life and I toted that part out and then I just took my mattress and set it right in between it. So now I have a headboard, a footboard, but nothing under it. Hmm. So it was just just that. That's it.
0: That's all you need.
1: Uh, it was it 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 was uh it was an interesting evening last night, you know. And you know they say when it rains it pours. But um yep, so a little bit of Mega Man. What else? Uh I
0: played So you Mega Man so hard you broke your bed. Apparently. I was nice. I was
1: I had to beat Dex and Guts, man. That one last time. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, and then we played a little bit of Wheel of Fortune too, because that's on there, and you can play that with your your friends. Nice. So you play, play multiplayer with that. So we, me and the wife teamed up, and brother-in-law and his girlfriend teamed up, and we we played a little bit of that. So I got a couple of trophies in that as well. Nice. Um. I don't think I started anything else this week. I haven't really, I haven't really played too terribly many games. My uh. My grandma just arrived here yesterday. so uh, she pulled granny law when my wife was sick and said, "Hey, I'm going to come down and I'm going to help you guys with whatever you need and I'll probably nice. stay at, uh, a week or so." And so so she's down here so it's nice seeing her. So I haven't really delved too much into sitting down and playing. Oh, we talked about it. I played more zombies on Advanced Warfare or Infinite Warfare, excuse me. Warzone. Um yeah, it's just as hard as I remember, but I, at least I still remember how to do some of the Easter eggs in it.
0: We need to play that together then, because my son and I have been playing that game, and the zombies mode is kind of difficult. Which one have you guys been trying to play? Which map? The first map. Like, I didn't. First one, Zombies in Spaceland?
1: Yeah. Well, that one's easy. I, I get you guys through that one real easy. That one's so it's fun, but if you don't know, like, where to go, like, get. How, right. how to, I don't like how to do the Easter eggs, like at a, at a somewhat decent pace. Then that big old dude that comes out and starts chasing you around and shoot stuff at you is kind of annoying.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, that, and also zombies is very much like, if you don't know what to do, you just kind of run around killing stuff until you die. Yeah. Which is fine, but like, that's not always fun. Now the Easter eggs in that,
1: in that one are some of my favorite and, uh, do you guys have you guys figured out the part where you can go up uh, in uh, the the ice mountain place and actually ride the ride and shoot the little No. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. So so um when you guys unlock the top the it's it's the one at the opposite end of where you start. It's like an ice mountain. If you go in there and you go up to the roller coaster ride that's in there, you can actually get on it and they give you like the toy guns and it's like a shooting mini game like you would see at a theme park. Yeah. But it actually has real enemies in it too. Nice. So, but you, uh, and then you get tickets to spend on those little carts that are throughout that map.
0: Dig it. I dig it. Yeah. We, so we played it for a while and like, you know, it's a, it's cool. It's fun. It's zombies. You know, we got to where we could go through the portal and upgrade our guns,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but like, you know, I mean, I really like cold war zombies a lot. I think cold war zombies is one of the better ones, Um, but we played that with MZ and me and my it's funny because I later in the show we talk about MZ again. Wow, MZ, hogging up all the airtime. But um it's funny so my, me and my oldest played Call of Duty Zombies with MZ like for like we were playing on Saturday and Sun Sunday mornings, like pretty regular. Right. And then uh my youngest and I played Minecraft with MZ. But uh but yeah, we dude, Call of Duty like Cold War is freaking dope, man. I, I love that game. The campaign and the and the zombies. But um we've been playing a little bit of Infinite Warfare. We just put it in cuz like I believe you can do co-op campaign on that one. Uh I don't know. My wife's my wife's the zombie person. That's
1: like one of the biggest things she'll play. Gotcha. Shooting wise, so when I so when I play a shooting game like that's what we that's what we play together. Um but yeah, so so like Cold War is the one one we've played the most and I kind of got sick of Cold War because her favorite mode is outbreak. Yeah, that, and, yep. and and it it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's just repetitive, and it and it's very time consuming. It's very yep. time filling.
0: Yep, yep. Yep. You've been playing anything else? I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No, nope. I think that's actually about it, sir. What have you been playing this week?
0: Uh, so I've been chipping away a little Splatterhouse. I played Splatterhouse when we did the podcast last week, and playing it right now. I am ten chapters into the game. Uh, it's, that it was funny because I'm actually going to leave the outtakes kind of in the show, but I real, I was like, man, I'm dying a lot for to be playing this game on like normal or easy or something. And I'm like, why am I dying so much? Like, am I really stuck at this game? And then I realized I haven't been upgrading my character since the first upgrade you got in the game. I'm 10 levels in and I haven't upgraded my character. <laughs> so I'm like at this level where I'm, t- it's timed. And I keep dying. I'm like, what is going on? They're like, why do I keep, you know, I can't kill anything. And it's like, I keep running out of time. I've died three times here. And then I was like, oh, I haven't upgraded my character. Duh. No freaking wonder I'm dying a lot. So I've been uh, chipping away at this game. You know, good old hack and slash. You know, my my favorite type of games. I I just love a good old hack and slash with some horror in it. Oh, yeah. This game's dope. Uh shout out Rebear Rick. He commented on our Patreon thread the other day just about like this game getting a little bit of love and how he enjoyed it. And uh that's a it's a good game. I really, I really like it. Um, this is one that I'll end up keeping in my collection. Um, and I've been playing uh some Infinite Warfare, which I mentioned that earlier. Played some zombies with the with the oldest. And uh so then we were like, man, we really want to play some Call of Duty, but I don't want to play online with sweaty kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I don't want to be aggravated, and I wanted to do something fun. So, I told my son, I said, back when I, you know, had my job and my operations job at the manufacturing place, said I kept consoles in my in my office, and me and the coworkers would play Call of Duty on break. That's how I met uh, Game Squad, a uh, friend of the show, and um, I was like, man, you know, we should do that. We should just turn put on on the old Call of Duties, and just freaking enjoy ourselves and play with bots. Put the bots on hard, play hijacked and call of duty: Black Ops 2 and then just freaking get a bunch of kills, you know? You
1: can do that on Cold War. Cold War has has hi- Cold War has
0: hijacked. Has hijack. Yep, yep. And bots. So, but I didn't have um I didn't have Call of Duty downloaded and I own the physical version of it and my son's using my physical PS5. So I've got uh, I'm using the digital one. You can split screen it. Yeah, yeah, I know we can, but it's also in the basement. And so I was like, you know what we could do? We can just put the PS3s here. It's hooked up. I was like, let's put in Black Ops 2. So that's what we did. We put in Black Ops 2, and we just went old school, and it was fun. But yeah, we'll definitely, I mean, he's, he and Paxton were playing um, Cold War Black Ops. I mean, Black Ops Cold War today. And they were playing Hijack with bots on there. So they were, they were having a good time. But that's we were doing that, man. And like that's kind of been our little bit of wind down before bed on the nights that my wife's been working. And uh that's been a lot of fun. Um we we played some some WWE 2K22, just kind of a couple matches here and there. We played some SmackDown versus Raw 2011 trying to go really get in there and oh, I love that game, dude. Um I, I've been going I've been in my wrestling bag. So I've been I, last night I was laying in bed watching Gotham. I'm on season 3 of Gotham.
1: I've never and, watched a series and that's a really big weird for me. I think I started it and watched like the first two or three episodes.
0: So it's not a great show. Let me just put that out there. Right. It's not a terrible show. They take some liberties in it that frustrate me. Um, But that seems to kind of be the nature of of D.C. television shows is they take liberties and most of the time they don't work every now and again. You'll get one that, that does um, like Arrow, like the first season of Arrow, second season of Arrow, that they took some liberties, but they made they they it was great. Um, but anyway, so I I, I was laying in bed and I was getting ready to watch Batman versus Superman again, and I, I watch that every week. It's it's just what I put on, and I was going to play some PSP and just um lay in bed and watch BVS until I fall asleep, and then uh I was like, you know what? I, there's all these shows on HBO Max, and I don't ever watch anything. I'm like, I've been really watching uh Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and the Snyder Cut pretty much religiously for the past year. That's I mean, I've I've seriously watched one of those three films, sometimes all three of those films, every week. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change it up. So I, I was like going through it and I was like, oh man, you know, I haven't watched I watched the first two seasons of Gotham and got really aggravated with their direction with Penguin and Riddler. And you know, I don't really care for Fish Mooney, so I was like, "This is this is kind of lame." I, I quit watching it. So I put it back on. I started season. I, I watched a couple episodes in season two, just kind of get myself back familiar with it. And then I went and I switched over to season three, and I'm like, just kind of get back into it. I'm like, man, I, I, this show is actually pretty good. Like, I, I maybe maybe now that I slept on it for a little while, and and and. It's, it's, I'm really digging it right now. So, so I did was I put that on and then I put, um, I just picked up my PSP and just started playing some Smackdown versus Raw 2011. Dude, freaking so good. Love that game. I love that game so much. Um, and I can't believe how good the PSP version is, you know, like Smackdown versus Raw 2007 is excellent, but the PSP version, it really holds up with what I how I remember it being. Because my brother and I used to play the ad hoc mode uh vehicle to vehicle on our lunch breaks at our old job.
1: Yep. I remember us talking about that.
0: Yeah. And so I I put that in. I'm like, man, it it's got the the creator wrestler suite. It's got the hell in a cell. I'm over here running. I fought uh it was me and Undertaker. I was triple H and I was fighting the computer, um, yeah, the PC Undertaker, whatever. And we're freaking playing and I'm like, I'm running, I'm throwing him off the side of the cage. He, yeah, he hits me, and I bounce off the side of the cage. Like I'm like, all the just the good stuff, man. All the hell in a cell on that on that particular game. I like, man, this is awesome. I was really really enjoying myself to play that for a little while. I'll put in Burnout Legends because me and Matt G um, were talking about that yesterday because I, I I picked up a copy of Burnout Legends in a trade deal. On PSP, and so I was like, "Man, I'm going to play this. I'm so hyped about it." And then when I did, my PSP died. So I was like, "Well, let me flip over to the Vita while the PSP is charging, and uh, just kind of chip away at some uh, Lego Avengers." And oh my gosh, dude, this game has been uh, it's been a very bipolar experience because I really like it sometimes, and I really hate it sometimes. And I, I got to a point where I thought I was going to have to bail off the game because, you know, I want a platinum. You know, as many Vita games as I can until the Vita trophies inevitably are no longer able to be synced. So that will happen one day. They will cut off, you know, support to the PlayStation Network. I don't know when that day is, but I just, you know, have kind of told myself I'm going to keep going and keep doing this until I can't anymore. And so what I thought about doing was platinuming as many of the PSP. I mean, of the PS Vita Lego games as possible until, you know, inevitably I can't.
1: Yeah. You're trying to get to a hundred, a hundred Platinums on the, Vita.
0: Yep, hundred Platinum video games was kind of like just a goal I set for myself. So, um, I'm chipping away at this one. I mean, I beat the game after eight hours, but the frigging Platinum, one of the guides I saw said it was a 40 hour Platinum Ooh. and I'm like 17 hours into it. And I'm like, good Lord, oh, this is oh, taking oh. forever And I'm chipping away, and I got a couple trophies this week. But what's so frustrating about the game is some of the the objectives in there wouldn't pop for me. They wouldn't. Well, they wouldn't. I couldn't do them, and I was like, "Oh no, this game's glitched. This game's glitched." And if you look up the trophy guide, it defaults to the PS3 guide. The PS3 guide is different. The PS3 version is different than the Vita version.
1: Yep. I remember you talking about that. So you have to go on most frustrating ones are the flight ones for you, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I got all that. I I, I knocked all those races. out. I got them. But like the ones really frustrating is like, you have to go on YouTube. If you need a guide or you need help with something, you have to essentially look up the 3ds version because the 3ds and Vita versions are the same. And so I finally get the, get some of my questions answered, but it's not very straightforward. So this particular piece that I needed won't spawn until you've done some some missions with certain characters. These missions don't become available until you find those character emblems in the map. So trophy tip for the week. In order to get the platinum and Lego Avengers, you need, before you can complete all the objectives in the open world, you need to go around and find all of the character coins, which daredevil is one of them, which is great. Cause I love daredevil, but you have to do these side missions, which is also a trophy to, and unlock Daredevil to get those side missions. Then when you do the side missions, you become Iron Fist in one of them. When you're Iron Fist, then you get the pieces that spawn in the map to create the Spring Trap. The Spring Trap then will launch you across the map, and that gives you two of your objectives. Um, create, finding all five and creating the Spring Traps, and then the other one is popping in all 30 of them. But I was convinced that the game was glitched because when I watched videos, those pieces didn't exist in my map. And I almost gave up, dude. I was so close to giving up. The only way I found this information was I was reading the comment thread in a YouTube video. And someone said, hey, by the way, if you're trying to do this, you have to do the side mission first. I was like, thank God somebody said it. So anyways, so I've been playing through, been playing that and I've been been enjoying it uh, now that I'm, through that part, and I'm really starting to progress in the in the thing. There's a there's another really difficult trophy, but I think if I get the uh, invulnerability brick, red brick, I'll be able to get this other trophy, yeah, you know, of not taking damage on a Loki level. I think that's kind of the workaround for it. But just chipping away. So I think tonight when I go to bed after we record, I'm going to chip away at it some more and try to do a couple more little side mission pieces, and I might pop a trophy or two on it, but. But I'm I'm enjoying it. The only other thing I've been playing, which I know I rambled on for a while, but is Ghost of Tsushima. Really, really love that game. I've been been chipping away. Now I will say this: there the open world sections, the traveling back and forth, there is a lot to do on the map. And it and it kind of unveils itself as you travel. So but I am finding myself choosing an objective or choosing to do something. Then I have like this really long travel time. So I have found myself listening to some podcasts while I play the game, but the game is so peaceful. Like it's so pretty and it's weird. Like, you know, you, cause you you've played it far enough to see how like the wind kind of navigates you. Where to go? Uh,
1: I haven't. I actually haven't gotten that far so where I'm currently at. So this is going to be such a big spoiler for everybody. Um, well, it's the I, very beginning of the game. So, yeah, yeah. But I'm at the part where you're just. Uh, they just killed one of the mong. Uh, the lady just killed one of the Mongols, and you're going to go get your sword back. Oh, that's okay. where I stopped. That's where I stopped. I stopped okay. very, very early on. I got through the intro, the the, the intro cinematic, the tutorial part, and then now, oh, okay, the actual story.
0: Got you. Well, you know, so it's uh, once you do the 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 really introductory parts and really establishes the game, and you're turned loose in the open world. Essentially, what guides you and navigates you isn't a, a like a marker on the map or something. Okay, you. You can swipe up on the touchpad and the wind will blow. Hmm, and okay. the wind will blow and the grass and the leaves and stuff will kind of bend towards where you need to be. It's very interesting. It's it's very neat. I mean, it's very obvious as well. But very nice and very very pleasant. Like the game, even when you when you go into the open world and you have these duels, these standoffs with people where you have to fight and you know, there's you're kind of. It's almost like uh, an RPG where there's like random like encounters. You know, like uh, like Final Fantasy when you like run into an area, and it's like, and you get into the battle sequence. Like you can be traversing across the world, but across the map, and it's very pretty. It's very peaceful. The terrain, the colors, and the palette—I mean, everything about it is really also awesome. And then it's like, oh, here's a group of, of bad guys over here. I can hit a button on the D-pad and I can call them out and we can have a standoff and I can fight them honorably or I can jump off my horse, sneak around and kill them like an assassin, like a ninja, or I can stay on my horse and run over there and smack them with my sword. And it's just, you have options for your combat and it's, this cool. Like what do I want to do today? But I've, I found myself playing this game very stealthy. And I'm really enjoying it. It it has that Assassin's Creed feel to it. Like Assassin's Creed in the sense that like I want to be stealthy, to like not be noticed, and to kind of blend in and sneak and and get in and out of these places. And the problem with Assassin's Creed is once they find you. Well, let me back up. The problem with Assassin's Creed games, up to the most modern ones, once they once they discover you. They're, it's not as fun for the combat in my opinion yeah. i haven't played the two most recent ones even though i own them valhalla but,
1: is um, from what little bit i played it's not you, you can be you can be stealthy but it's more of that action hack and slash type deal
0: i still have it I i got it when it came out and it's still in the wrapper I'm never
1: I got, I, I got, I got it when I know it. It went on sale at some point uh, for GameStop a couple months ago, or like four or five months ago, and it was like ten. It was like fifteen bucks, and I used my five dollar coupon, got it for ten bucks.
0: Yep. Well, the problem is that's a game I lost money on because that game will never be worth anything, and my copy's still sealed.
1: <laughs> you never know if you actually uh, had a copy of every sealed Assassin's Creed game. Sell them, as, sell them as a collection bundle, and it'd be probably yep. worth a good penny.
0: There is a guy in one of the Resident Evil groups I'm in. He has every single game sealed. Yep, dude, he's got like he's got like Resident Evil Gaiden, the Game Boy Color game. That game's like six hundred bucks sealed. It's crazy. Like he he just was posting in our in one of our groups the other day. I was like blown away. I I can't believe you have all these games sealed. But like it's it's awesome. I've got a lot of them sealed. And I've got some of the more rare ones sealed. But I don't have the original three. I don't have those sealed. I've got multiple copies of each. But he's got Resident Evil Survivor sealed. Which is crazy. I've only... I mean, like, that's a game, even when when the PS1 was out, like, that was a game that I didn't see very many copies ever physically. And I have the only two copies I've ever seen. Because I freaking bought
1: them. Mine... (laughs) Yep. Mine. Give me, give me.
0: I was looking up. I started to price out my Resident Evil collection the other day. Ooh, speaking of, I want to tell you about an app. I want to tell the audience about an app. Um there is a game collection app that I started using uh called Game Eye. G-A-M-E-Y-E Game Eye. And you can manually enter your games or scan the barcodes in your games. Okay. I'm I'm gonna hold it up to the camera. So you can kind of see just like the layout of your game. Like It, it puts them all on here and you can sort them by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this before console. You can sort them by um, price. You can sort them alphabetically, whatever you can go to report and the report tells you like everything you scanned in, what system you scanned them in for and how many you have and what your estimated, the estimated uh, worth of your collection, because it uses uh, it plugs into price charting and it'll tell you kind of what your games are worth. So, like for example, I have a now I know this friend of the show, Jared, he's his collection is probably worth a mint. Um, I have the back in 1995, um, limited edition from East Asia soft, uh, PlayStation Vita game. I have it sealed in the box, I've never opened it. And the the to price charting, the price on it right now is $247. That's fine pretty 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 big.
1: money money money
0: yep so and i've got i've got a few other ones sealed like that i've got i've got i think six sealed vita games no maybe it's eight now i've got two sealed copies of mlb 14 so it's only worth 25 bucks because it's in MLB mm-hmm. game but sealed so anyways it's cool so i went through and i scanned in my vita collection this past week and i started scanning in my psp collection you want to take a guess how many v- physical Vita games I have?
1: One hundred and sixty-two.
0: Oh, I wish. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, all right. Real, real, real guess seventy-three. Okay, that's a good guess. I've got eighty-two. Okay. Yeah. It's funny because it says unique, like rare games. I have seventy-three rare games. Oh, hey, um, I got a number right. Yeah. So, and then uh, I've only scanned in seven of my PSP games, so um, I haven't really got very far with that one. Yep, I've scanned in. Uh, so I scanned in Resident Evil: Deadly Silence, sealed, one hundred eighty-eight dollars. So that's pretty cool. I scanned in a couple of VR PlayStation games that I picked up yesterday. I don't know if I'm going to scan in my entire collection. So I probably should, but I really wanted to keep up with my PSP and PS Vita stuff with the, the just the physical, not the digital, because you can you can list your digital games on here too, um, right? But what I wanted to do is I want to keep up the physical because when I'm out in the wild, I'm like, oh, man, do I have this? It's like, for example, I picked up a copy of Smart As the other day and I couldn't remember if I had it loose, complete in box, or sealed. And I did have it sealed and I picked up a loose copy. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to keep picking them up. I've got um, uh, two copies of Call of Duty Black Ops. I've got two copies of... um, PlayStation
1: All-Stars Battle Royale. All right, so this is is just going to be a little little heads-up for you. If you can find it anywhere, it is worth quite a bit of money. Here we go. And some people might not know that it's worth money because it's Fortnite. An actual physical sealed Mm -hmm. copy of Fortnite is worth a lot of money, and not a lot of people know that.
0: Yep. It's because they only put them out physically in the very beginning, and then uh, every box since then was digital. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I do not. I have six Fortnite boxes. All of them are empty.
1: Bum, boom, boom. Because they're yep. all the little bundles or whatever that came after that. Yeah.
0: Well, that or the DLC pack. You know, and a lot of times my kids would get them. Like we found them on sale, or they had credit. Or they had a gift card to GameStop, and so instead of going in there and getting a, you know, using a gift card to get a gift card, we just use the gift card to buy the, you know, the, the disc, I mean, the, the box with the, the the code in it. So, um, anyway, either way, way, very interesting stuff. So I just thought I'd share that with you game. I, it's, it's cool. I've been, I've been using it I'm going to scan in my entire PSP collection this weekend. And, uh, which is it realistically is probably only a hundred, 150 physical games. I mean, maybe not even that many. So, but, I was actually surprised I didn't have a hundred PSP or excuse me PS Vita games. So yeah. I only had
1: eighty two. So uh,
2: I kind of was bad like, because I sold
0: a few of them. Few years that, back. That's
1: that's that's just physical though. Do you you ha- you should you'd have yeah. digital stuff too, right?
0: Oh, hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Digital. I, every yeah everything. I've got a lot of uh, of digital. It's because you have a lot of rattleacca games. I do have a lot of lot of games, but you know also when PlayStation. 3 4 and vita were out you'd get a game and you'd get all three versions of it so yeah. and a lot of playstation 4 playstation vita games like indie games like dude they would give you free ones and you'd get both copies so there's um a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff out there so um anyways I have absolutely no clue where we're at in the show because I've been rattling off so long talking about playing games and collecting we games.
1: about what we were playing and then we were talking about collecting. But, okay, so perfect transition. All right, Daryl, you've, tro- you've been playing some games. You got some trophies this week. So let's move on over to our True Trophies Leader board. Let's get it. In first place with four-digit numbers still, Affectation Stock with 1,240 trophies. Amazing. Dude's nuts. Uh, Redbeard Rick with 72 trophies in second place. Nice. That's good. That's good. The Grounded Gamer in third place with 43 trophies. Nice. Speaking of Returnal, he's been playing Returnal. Steigen Wolf 4 in fourth place with 30 trophies.
0: Uh Uh-oh, new name. Hadn't seen that one in a while.
1: And then I'm styling on your bro with 23 trophies. And then you are right there at the bicuspid. You're You're in sixth place with 19 trophies.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, like I said, I played a lot of retro stuff today, technically, or this week. So, you know, I got a reprieve. Yep, that's a, and, and you know
1: what? I've, I'm pretty proud of myself. In the past couple of days, I've gotten 12 trophies. So, nice, nice. But heading on over to our true achievements leaderboard in first place with a total achievement point score of 6,245. Mr. Sony Pony to you. He's been playing some. Some things, obviously. And then, actually, following up, not too far behind. Still still a whole Platinum's worth, but not too far behind. I'm styling on your bro with 4,340 achievement points. Uh, we got Satic. Satic has been dethroned this week. He is in third place with 510 achievement points. Oof! And then we got GDI Master Race in fourth place with 220 achievement points. Trophy! and then in fifth place uh, yours truly with 110 achievement points I guess I played some streets of rogue this week at some point I just got another do 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 there you go
2: hey
1: Daryl you were almost on there almost it shows you actually you have zero achievement points which shows the last one you got was
0: in Minecraft for your phone yeah so um, we actually turned on the Xbox this week I hooked it up, I turned it on, I updated everything, and I forget what I was trying to play. or what, Oh, we played Roblox. I forgot about that. I played, so what well, we did, t- Tuesday nights is our family night, okay? Right. Tuesday nights, there's no karate because it's a black belt only class. Uh, we don't do soccer on Tuesday nights. We have soccer on, um, my oldest started playing for the middle school now, so we have soccer on Monday. We have soccer on uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, then we have games on Saturdays until he has games with his actual league. And uh, so, and then so Fridays and Saturdays, we kind of try to make up with karate. So make sure that they got something, you know, that they got all their classes in. And um, so Tuesdays is the night. That's the night we don't have anything. So that's the family game night. We do stuff as, a, you know, with, with the five of us. And the kids wanted to play Roblox. And I hate Roblox. I think the game is absolute trash. But that's what they wanted to do. My wife said she was down because she could play on her tablet or, or play on her phone. And so we, we, everybody got together. We played this game called Doors in Roblox, which is essentially a like first person horror walking simulator kind of thing.
3: Okay.
0: Um, it was okay. interesting. It was interesting. So we played it. It was fun. I mean, like the frame rate made me kind of nauseous, which is weird because that's not the first. Um it's not the first Roblox game that made me nauseous. like there's there's been a couple of them that make give me motion sickness playing them. So it's got to be something in the frame rate, but I don't know what it is. and um, but we played it for for we played several rounds of it, and if you play Roblox, I recommend doors because it's actually a pretty well made game for a Roblox game:
1: Yeah, we don't do Roblox here. I never touch that game. I never will. Well, you can play, well, let, let's say that until my child eventually some right. somehow gets exposed to it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So you can play it, um, on the tablets and stuff, but it's also on Xbox. So I, I, I don't want to play on the mobile. I want to use a controller. So I played
2: with my Xbox controller. and it was good.
1: Deal. So, All right, so what's our backlog beat uh, looking like?
0: All right, so in first place, we got I'm Styling on Your Bro with 136. We got CJ with 98. He's about to break 100 points. Uh, We got Diego with 92. Myself, Resident Daryl with 89. We got Rebbe Rick with 82. We got Gareth with 67. JT with 59. Joseph Priestley with 57. Uh, We've got Jared with 39. We've got Yield with 36. Alex with 33. We've got MZ with 30, Sadic with 26, Kali with 22, James the Nerd, Noah the Builder, and yourself, Zachary Ledford with 21, and Tricky Mick with 19, Dino Killer with 10. Sounds like you guys are both about to get some points. Uh, um, she's yeah,
1: I, so I, I've just lost track at this point, honestly. She We we actually started playing Dead Island, Dead Island together last week, mm-hmm. and I, and I completely forgot about that. But, um... She beat a bunch of games and she just didn't tell me she beat them because she made me trade them into GameStop the other day.
0: <laughs> oh dang!
1: And I was like, you know what? I'm not counting your points anymore. You beat a game, you tell me you beat a game, and then I'll add you to the to the to the
0: tag it. Tell her rules are rules. Can't be well, cheating. Like she was. I was problems. like.
1: I was like, okay. Did you? She was like, yeah, I beat that. I was like, you beat all of the Lego Harry Potter because she I had did. the like she had the collection for Nintendo Switch. She was like, yeah. And I was like, and you beat, yeah. She's like, yeah. And I beat Lego Jurassic world. And I was like, bro, you can start telling me about this. Cause them some yep. points.
0: Yep. Speaking. Of, it's funny you say that because uh, those are, I'm going to do those games next after I platinum Avengers. Sorry. So I think I'm going to jump into Lego um, Jurassic world first, because that one is one of the better games. It was, LEGO it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I, I like that one. I've played a little bit of it, but. I like it better than you know. I've been playing Lego Harry Potter, and it's not bad. I mean, it's just I don't know. Very it's it's very it it is very comedic. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, I am gonna knock those out. But all right, so we got uh, nothing else has changed from that point down. You know, the ones that are in the bottom are still in the bottom. They haven't entered anything in, so we'll we'll stop right there. That is the backlog beatdown. If you like to participate in any of these things, all you got to do is write in the show. You want to play the backlog beatdown? Send us a picture of the credits of the game you beat, or the trophy achievement stamps, the pops, whatever, and then use the hashtag #BLB3. We will enter you in on our spreadsheet, and you might have a chance to get your name right on the show. And the cool thing is, is, you can still join and potentially make your way up, depending on how many games you beat. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I can't believe Collie's
1: beating me right now. I need, to, yep. I need to do something with my life.
0: Yeah. Well, you just need to stick with
1: something. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's fair.
0: So, I mean, I'm the same way. I just named like seven or eight games that I played like 30 minutes to an hour a piece of it this week. <laughs> what good is that? I could have beat one game, but instead I played a lot of games a little bit.
1: Yep. I have the same problem. I'm I, honestly, I just feel like I haven't found. I haven't found that one game that's going to hook me right now that I just, that, that I start playing and just don't want to stop playing. I get it. Like, like I wanted to like, no, I actually, in all fairness, if we haven't been doing the family night thing, like every night since I started playing Ghost of Shima, I've wanted to go sit down and play it, but then I'm like, uh, oh, they want to spend time together. I, I, mm-hmm. I guess I'll do that instead.
0: Same here, man. Same here. I was like, well, it looks like the kids, they wanted to play a little bit of call of duty. They want to play a little bit of wrestling. And I can't, I just can't say no, you know? The only thing I say no to right now is just playing Minecraft, but if my son doesn't actually want to play, he wants to start brand new levels and start over, and I can't stand it, dude. We've got levels that we've been working on for years. And I'm like, let's just pick up where we left off. Like, I can't give up that progress. And he's just like, oh, start a new world. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? We have everything where we live. We have everything. It's like saying I want to start a new house and not take this one with us. Oh, you, you know times I've started a
1: new Minecraft world with a couple of friends. Cause they're just like, yeah, hey, let's start over. I'm just like, why we have another portal already. We have all this mm-hmm. stuff. We have a farm mm-hmm. inside you know, like why they're like, ah, we're, I, we, we just need to find a new spot. Well, just, We'll go somewhere else where we'll, we'll
0: start a new world. I'm just like all oh, these hours of work for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. I can't do it. Like, I just, uh, that's the only thing I say no to. I've freaking played Roblox. I like, I just, I I can't, I can't, I can't start over. It drives me crazy. So when that's like right now, like, uh, I picked up burnout legends for the PSP. I really, really, really want to play it. And I was like, man, do I need to start another game? (laughs) I'm like, just finish something. like, it's like, I need to finish some games. So I, I was playing that dragon ball evolution. That game's only got like a two hour campaign in it. And the fighting is actually pretty good. I took it out to play, play wrestling. I played a couple matches of wrestling, and I'm like, well, I'm not really gonna, I'm not really gonna play the whole story mode of of 2007 on the PSP. So then I was like, let me oh. put in Burnout. I'm just like, what's going on? I'm I'm just, I'm all over the place. Oh,
1: actually, you know, what? I did play one more thing. I pl- I did play 2 k 22 this week. I I started over the My Rise mode and. Since my first playthrough, I went with Raw and did the whole thing on Raw. Now I'm going through and doing it on SmackDown.
0: There you go, it's dope, man, it's dope. See, look at you, look at you playing games and sticking with stuff. So, Mark, well, here we go. Before we get out of here, because technically we've already recorded the latter part of the show. So, bef- bef- well, before we get this segment into the community questions, I got a question for you. Okay, okay, I have an answer. What? You, so we're looking at the backlog beatdown. Okay, you've got 21 points.
1: What's your goal? So, my goal for this year um is to you know is to play and beat a couple more games. I don't really necessarily like i know I'm never gonna like hit that ninety that ninety points that's or the hundred points that's up at the top right now um so I'm actually looking at goals for next year so my 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 goals next year are and and this one's more achievable than hitting a hundred games that me and Joe were talking about earlier, like way more. <laughs> My goal for next year is to, from this point on, by the end of next year, I want to beat fifty games from now until December of next year that are ten hours t- in the main story or more. Okay. So I want to be legit, legit. Oh, uh,
2: okay. So no spam.
1: Uh, yep, I want. Um, I I, I want to like like all the Mega Man games. They're considered RPGs. Um, and they're all ten plus hours. Pokemon games. I really, really want to play. i Actually, really want to play through all of the Pokemon games from at least one game from the from each generation, all the way up again. Um, and then my so my goal before the end of this year is I want to get my first platinum sh- before the end of this year. Okay. I want I want to achieve my first platinum, and like I said, I think I think I'm now that I have a PlayStation and I can I can do that. I think I'm going to pick up. I think I'm going to pick up the Spider Man platinum. That's my first one.
0: Do it. You said you said at the beginning of the year that's what you wanted to do. So I think you, I, I encourage you to stick with that one.
1: So, what about you? Where do you, where do you want to be? You want to be? You want to beat all the jabronies?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. uh I don't see myself beating Stylin. I'd really have to get serious. I think he's kind of coasting his lead right now. So I'm at eighty nine points on the backlog beatdown. I wanted to get to a hundred. I think I'll get to a hundred. Yeah. Um so I don't actually. I'm. I mean, I'm fairly positive. I get to a hundred. You know, that's only. That's only 60. this month. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could do that this month. But I'm going to get to a hundred on there. Uh I'm going to 375 platinums for the year. I think I'm at 370. I've really, really slowed down. Like this year, I've only gotten half a dozen, maybe, maybe ten platinums. I don't even know. I have not got that many of them, and and so I think I'm gonna pump out about another five more for the year. Um, uh, so I, I don't have any crazy goals, you know, like I want my number 400 platinum to be Resident Evil village. So I'm just kind of sitting on it. I've got two more trophies to go and they're aggravating. So I'm not in any hurry to do them, but I want my 400 platinum to be Resident Evil village or at least a Resident Evil game. So, um, I will say this, my son and I recently played through the DLC, The Lost Nightmares DLC of Resident Evil Five on PS4. We had a blast with that, so we're going to do the Desperate Escape um, DLC here soon. But I don't know next year. Once I can freely play games again, like games that could be considered spam, like I'm not going to go. I don't. I really don't think I'm going to go crazy into it. But like I've got some games right now that like I want to play. One game on the Vita specifically. But like it's it's a beat 'em up, and it would be like I just that's what I like to play on the Vita. But it's dude, it's like a ninety-eight percent, um, like trophy pops. (laughs) It's like it's definitely spam. So I'm like, ah, I can't play this. (laughs) I got this that totally awesome journey whatever that CJ had me try out that time. Like that game, I want to finish. Like every time I see it on my dashboard, I'm like, dude, I want to finish this game. This game's weird as freak. (laughs) So I got a few games I want to knock out that I'm I'm ready to just kind of coast the rest of this year into, and then next year I want to set some stronger gaming goals. But I really want to focus on content creation. You know, like maybe not as much. I'm still going to play games, but I think I might slow down. Like once I get to 400 platinums and get through this year's backlog beat down, I might slow down on my actual, uh, I'll put it to you like this. I'm going to play the horror games that come out. And then next year I'm going to focus on the game clubs. And that's kind of that. That's kind of where right. I want my focus to be. You know,
1: you know, what? I agree on that, you know, like, and we've been talking about it. You and I are kind of on the same, the, the same train. We have some aspirations that, and, and some, some goals that we want to achieve and, you know, playing video games is 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 fun, but to achieve some of those, you're gonna have to put a little bit more time to those.
0: Right, right. So, I think from there, um, I've kind of already been wrapping my head around like just the idea of jumping into everything and playing everything. I, I want to do more retro stuff too. So, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm kidding. I'm not going to stop with trophy hunting. I'm not going to stop playing games. So I don't want it to come off like that, you know, but in the same respect, like later in the show, we, we kind of announced one of our projects and I'm like, man, I want to do, I want to do more stuff in gaming with that. Right. Yeah. So, so that's,
1: yeah, I, and then like, like right now, like as we're, as we're sitting here talking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost finished with an, with the outline for, for issue one of a comic that I, that, that I want to write, you know, <laughs> I've I've already gotten almost two pages of stuff of, of of content ready for this because it just hit my it hit me today and it just wouldn't stop. There if, you go, and it's, it's still just coming out. So you know, like I'm not, I may not be gaming right now, but at least I you know I'm pursuing one of yep. those aspirations. You know, and 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 it's and it's still something you know that near and dear to this community and the people that are a
0: part of it. So, heck yeah, dude, yeah, that's all good. That's all good. All right, so we do have a few community questions to get to before we get out of here. And I definitely did not just close the document, so don't worry. I'm not clicking around right now trying to bring that back up. Fire. I have them. Do what? Fired. <laughs> You're fired. I was like, I've got to click over to it. And I clicked right out of the gate. All right, so uh, Verenza writes in, and she says, Why is Tricky trying to make me turn against my husband about Breath of the Wild? Now, for those of you guys who don't know who Tricky is, Tricky Mick, good friend of mine. He's the host of the Trophy Skanks podcast, Trophy Horse, And he is a uh, Breath of the Wild hater like myself. You know, that's why we're friends. Same. And uh, look at there, see, three, three-way romance. And um, he is also the owner and operator of ProvingGamer.com. So he says that, that Breath of the Wild is a game, but it's just not a Zelda game. So, Vranza wants to know why Tricky is trying to, I guess, turn her against her husband. And I got to say, well, maybe Tricky's just trying to help you acquire better taste.
2: Yeah. And,
1: Breath of the Wild is not a real Zelda game. I said it. Boom.
0: I played Breath of the Wild for an hour, and I thought it was very boring, and I never went back to it. So,
1: so I've never fully played a, a Zelda game. I'll admit it. I've, I've played bits and pieces here and there. I think I said that last week, and I was talking about emulating stuff. Um, but I have watched the f- a full playthrough of the first game, uh, um, and yeah, I'm game. I'm yeah, I watched the whole first play th- uh, playthrough of the first one, and then I've uh, I've I've watched a lot of Ocarina of Time here and there and stuff like that, and Majora's Mask because those are games that people really hold near and dear to their hearts. And watching Breath of the Wild, it's it's an RPG. It's not a Zelda game it's an open world rpg it's it's literally skyrim with link
0: ooh
1: <laughs> i hate to tell you guys but that's all it is it's not a real zelda game
0: dang he's coming in with the facts so i played the first game to death like that was one of the only games i owned when i was younger i had the gold cartridge and i i played that game so freaking much dude it was, it was great to the point of I was sick of it and I hear the, the music I, I don't have good nostalgia for that game for whatever reason there's no there's no reason why I should not enjoy it because I played it so much but it's just one of those games that I played to literal death and um, I don't know I don't look fond, b- fondly back on that time now that being said the next one I played, I believe, was like Wind Waker on P on Xbox. Oh, no, jeez, Nintendo sixty four, or is that maybe Majora's Mask? What was the, What was the first one that came out on Nintendo sixty
1: four? Uh, let's find out. N sixty four Zelda. So
0: that was I played in in, in N sixty four. That was that was it. And Ocarina I didn't the, it was the one. Yeah, okay, so Ocarina. So I that was the one where you had the bow and and I don't know. I don't remember enjoying it, but I also don't remember finishing it. So maybe, maybe my time with Zelda, uh, hasn't been fully explored. That being said, when the switch came out, one of my son's friends got the switch, got breath of the wild, came over and spent the night, spent the weekend with us, whatever. And he's like, Hey, you know, we're going to play PlayStation. If you want to try these games on the switch, try them out. So I played Mario Odyssey for a while and I played, um, you know, breath of the wild and, Neither one of those games really grabbed me. And I was kind of hoping, because Mario Odyssey kind of has all the trappings of, like, a, a, like the Mario 64, Mario um, Galaxy, Sunshine, stuff like that. And I was like, man, I'm really going to like this. This is going to be awesome. And I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't feeling the hat stuff. I wasn't. Uh,
1: yep, we talked about that. I'm not. Uh, yeah. That game was.
0: <laughs> that, that, that game bored the
1: crap out of me. I do not know why it is still as expensive as it is, honestly.
0: Yeah. That was that was my that was my thing. So, I, and that was kind of when I just realized that maybe these aren't for me anymore. That maybe um, I'm just not into these games, and that's totally cool. Now, I will say this: I have my Switch. I've been playing my Switch a lot more lately, and I uh, I own the Mario collection on there, and I love it. I sat in bed not too long ago and played a little bit of it. So. I don't know. So, why uh, to get back to the answer? Why is uh Tricky trying to turn you against your husband? Maybe, maybe he's trying to help you. Maybe, maybe play, look at it. Like play tricky, better. Games. Yeah, Tricky's trying to help you. Play good games. Tricky would knows that would be a first for Tricky, actually.
2: Uh, hey, you know what? You got to be good. You got to start
1: somewhere. Mm, so you know what he started with? What's that? Tap 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 in that mayo jar.
0: That's right. That's right. Made him the man he is today, <sighs> the Mayo Man. <laughs> oh, dude, he's gonna spam so hard. I'm I'm worried about him. I'm gonna have a when the when the he's when the take a
1: whole week off of work. Dude, this soon is the first. Oh, thing. dude, when when, it,
0: when this when we're back on the spam train, like this dude, he he might have a he might OD. So he might relapse so hard. He might OD. So I gotta be I gotta be careful. I gotta look out for my boy Tricky. Have
1: all you're going to hear is, Daryl, i got my thousandth platinum, Daryl. You gotta,
0: you gotta, I'm dead. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Veranza also writes in, she goes, do I really need a Steam Deck?
1: I don't have one. I really want one, but I am not paying $600 for a computer. A portable, no, no hear me out, a portable computer. That has less
0: memory space than my Xbox. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. I say yes. I say your husband has one. You need one. Tell him to tell him to pony up.
1: But I mean, you. Yeah. In all fairness, you do like Raft, and you like mm-hmm. these other games and stuff like that. These creative building games. And you know, if, if you do, if you want to travel around, or if you guys just want to sit in the chair and you want to play Raft and of sit at your desk and play Raft, yeah, go for it.
0: Try. Why not, I ask. Why 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 shouldn't you have one? That's the real question. You know? If my wife wanted a wanted a, a Steam Deck, you know what she'd have right now? A Steam Deck. So I'll just put that out there, Matt. What you so what you're telling me is she wants a Steam Deck? Your wife wants a Steam Deck, Daryl? I mean if she wanted a Steam Deck, she'd have this she'd have a Steam Deck. I'm just saying. I'd make sure she had one. So just throwing that one out there for anyone who's listening. Alright, and then Verenza uh, also writes in, says, who else is really excited for the new Harry Potter game? Oh, and by the way, trooping. Wow, wow. Uh, I am super stoked about it. I am uh, a, a, a new to the Harry Potter franchise, to Hogwarts, and my daughter is very much looking forward to this game, and it <laughs> looks very high quality, so I'm stoked, man. This is uh, the last trailer we saw at the State of Play. It had like a little spooky tone to it. That looks pretty cool. And, um, you know, right now we have all eight films in our van, and the DVD player is constantly playing Harry Potter. So we've recently gone through uh, Deathly Hallows 1 and 2, and we're back on the Sorcerer's Stone now. So we're just kind of... I mean, that's just, we're just marathon Harry Potter. So like when we're driving, I just hear Harry Potter all the time. So
1: that's kind of our, that's actually, so my wife and I, we all, we, we have traditions every year for like holidays and stuff. So that's like our Christmas tradition is every year during the Christmas season in December, we'll binge watch all, all of those movies. Heck yeah. That's kind of, that's, that's kind of our Christmas thing. Cause you know, the first Harry Potter, you know, big emphasis on like Christmas and everybody getting together and they were there by themselves during Christmas. so.
2: Thirty-six presents last year. I had thirty-six presents.
1: How many are there? And <laughs> hey, we we'll, 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 later on today. We'll go get you two more presents.
0: What a brat! <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, I'm styling you, bro. He uh, he commented on this one. I, I thought it was fair to to bring it in says he's excited for the launch of Harry Potter, but he fully expects the launch to be broken. And the reason why I put that in there is because I kind of wanted to chime in on it and say, you know what? I, I do, too. I do as well. I'm worried about Gotham Knights. I'm worried about the Hogwarts. I'm basically worried about every effing game anymore because they're all broken when they come out.
1: I'm worried about Halo never being given back to a good studio ever.
0: Oh, that's those days are I'm done with Halo. I have to be. It's sad.
1: We have, we have to we have to hold out hope.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been holding it out for a year, Zach. A year. And they I, said You're
1: telling me. Sad. I, 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 literally, I literally like was so hyped for Halo Infinite that Rockstar did like the exclusive art cans for for Halo and stuff, and I have all five of those cans, and you know, I I I was gonna buy the game and get the Steelbook and all that stuff, and I was just like, nah, the Steelbook ain't even worth it. After I, play. I was like, the campaign was fantastic,
0: and I enjoyed the story, but other than that, this game's was- well, it's frustrating because I'm like, I just wanted to play it with my son, you know, and I didn't want to have to buy. Uh, well, uh, at the time I didn't guess I didn't have to, but it didn't have co-op whenever we played it. Right. So I was waiting. Now I have to buy another console <laughs> or play I play it on PC. And uh it, it's just I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I could stream it.
1: But, you can play it with me?
0: Yeah. I mean I could and we should. I mean I really I really I should. But I just I'm frustrated, man. I, I'm like I'm I just want Halo to be the king again. I want I want the conversation to be like this. We have The Last of Us. We have Ghost of Tsushima, and then in the Xbox, be like, "Yeah, well, we've got Halo." And I'm like, "Ooh, say it again."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: I, I want, I want those days back. I want, I want, I want a good enough Halo game where all of these guys that are playing, like, like, like Shroud and Nick Merks and all these guys that are playing these shooting games competitively, like, I want, I want to see Ninja back in the the Halo multiplayer competitive scene. Mm -hmm. I I want all the old school guys to be like, this multiplayer is freaking phenomenal and just hop back into it. I want that surge again. I want that rush. I want that. I want the MLG. I want the major league gaming company to open back up, say, Hey, Halo, Halo did it. It's Halo's fault.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I missed that John dude. I was listening to, um, I listened to this Xbox podcast called defining Duke. And um, man, it's just like, They were talking about E3, and it just I was listening, like, do do, do we want E3 to come back? If E3's come back in a physical form, like, what are we we expecting? And they were sharing, like, uh, excuse me. They were sharing, um, like, just memories of E3 and stuff like that, and I was just like, God, dog, man, I remember just Halo being shown off at at E3, and just, I remember being so hyped, dude, and freaking, and I was like, oh, wait, Halo 5, oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh uh master chief collection oh yeah oh halo infinite oh yeah i'm like ugh, dude they just keep hurting me and i know i've been talking about that a lot on the show but man i'm so sick of three four three like i just i wish that our show some this this is i wish that our show was big enough sometimes to where like what people we people would listen to what we said and actually change things but, because we're so small it doesn't matter but that's what's so frustrating about it is like we're the ones that would play your effing game you know Yep. Like we're the we're the ones that would be be rallying the team to get together and we're the guys who did the land parties made your freaking game successful in the first place, you know?
1: Microsoft, right. I have Cortana tattooed on my arm, pleading
0: yeah. to me. Yeah, but it's just like, oh well, our show doesn't do enough traffic to for anyone to listen to any of the crap. We had to say. But it's like, dude, I I've been I'm sure you can pull back in the old um in the archives of the Loot Bros podcast, me calling for three four three to be pulled off of Halo a long time ago, you know, and uh, that um, that's not new, but it's just frustrating because I am like, oh my gosh, dude, that uh, I've been saying get rid of Bonnie Ross for years, and know. Yeah. well, just just the uh, the upper management at three four three in general, and no, nobody wants to listen to old dumb resident Daryl, little Sony pony resident Daryl, but here we are, finally, they freaking getting rid of her. Jeez.
2: So, yeah there.
0: anyways, all right, that's uh that's probably enough rambling for one night. I don't know about you. Well, we do have we we do have an interview to get to. That's right. That's right. So, this wasn't quite the 4-hour podcast we promised, but it was close.
1: Yep, it's it's uh it's 4 hours in all of our hearts. It'll get you through half your workday.
0: It's 4 hours in dog years. So, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you, Zach, for coming on here and and chatting it up with me. Thank you guys for participating in the Backlog Beatdown, supporting us on the Patreon, uh, jumping on the leaderboards and flexing your e-penis. Thank you for all that you do and all the support. We're going to jump into our interview now, and we'll see you guys next time. It's the Loot Bros Podcast. We're going to talk about video games and mow your grass. Lutro's podcast. We're going to talk about butts
3: and slurp and penis. Yes, those so stay.
0: what's up everybody welcome back to the loot bros podcast all right this is the interview portion of the show uh tonight we have a very special guest a friend of the show uh someone who's been in our loot bros facebook for quite some time a content creator comic book fan i would say game fan pc gaming yeah. nerd maybe huh? all these things yeah. all right we have uh, mr jeffrey scott maddox how are you doing tonight buddy
3: good. How about
0: you? We're good. We are good. Zach and I are hanging out in here. We've been talking shop. You would talk, doing the best show. I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, this has been the best show we've ever done up to this point. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every time it's just me and you, we're going to talk
1: for two hours straight and, right. and they're just going to get the meat and potatoes at the end.
0: That's right. As far as I know, we've already recorded for like four straight hours. Like there's, there's no telling. I mean, this is probably the best show we've ever done. It's probably, we might set some records on, on uh, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff.
1: Uh, I didn't, I didn't sleep tonight. You know, I just, I'm about to roll back into work
0: after this. That's right. I am. I tell you what, we've been recording for so long. I have to toast again. Oh, let's do it. All right. All right. So, we're gonna. So surely by this point in the show, we've already toasted once. So, we're going to toast a second time to our Patreon producers. We're going to toast to Redbeard Rick. My name is Effin Mayo, Sadik, and MZ Effin Nitro. A little ASMR for all you freaking perverts out of there. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right. So Jeffrey, a little backstory here. Okay. I'm going to go in the way back machine. I don't, I couldn't come up with an exact date, but I feel like you've been participating in our Loot Rose Facebook group for what? Three, four years, at least. I'm trying to think.
3: uh, Yeah, I think something like that. Maybe about six Okay so there not? you guys. wow,
0: you really dated us there thanks uh, well six year, six- year old podcast, sorry. and we still aren't successful Wow <laughs> just you, wow. <laughs> just you. <laughs> easy, killer easy all right, so yeah, so you've been, you've been hanging out with us for a while so you've been uh, you partic- uh, participating in the in the memes you've been uh, laughing at the jokes, you've been uh, you know celebrating the snyder cut. I mean don't
3: tell them if you really weren't.
0: <laughs> all right. So all the things that we do in the Facebook group. Well, one of the things that I've kept in the back of my head for years and years and years now is that you were part of a YouTube channel. And if I'm say I hope I'm saying it correctly, it was always on top gaming. Is that is that right? Yeah. All right. Were you ever actually on top?
3: Yeah. So we it was me and a few other guys. We all used to work together and we were obsessive over Battlefield. Yeah, and we were together as a clan. We were literally always on top. And that's kind of just where the game. I forgot who came up with the name of it, but that's just where it came from, as far as oh, origin and why we, why we called it that. I can't that's remember right. exactly who in the group thought of that.
0: All right, well, whoever it was was smarter than me because I named things yeah. like Ninja Loot, Loot Bros. Hmm. Um, I, I my naming convention sucks, so that's much better. Call of Duty, Dukey Loot, Evolution. <laughs> That's right. I do loot, swoop, and pull. looter lands. There you go. There you go. So awesome. So, won't you tell us a little bit about like your time with content creation? Like, I mean, you don't have to give specific numbers. You said you don't really do that anymore.
3: Not really. That sometimes I do the. Sometimes I do the whole Facebook Live thing, just mainly just for fun. I know for All a nice. while we were trying to do something like, hey, maybe we can make some money off of this, but I think it was just work in general, just kind of gotten away, you know, just, you know, work, family. That's kind of what,
0: yeah, I understand that. I understand that. So he, so, We've had some larger YouTubers on the show before. You know, we've had some other channels. We've had uh, comic book creators. We've had uh, voice actors on the show. And one of the things I wanted to do was to reach into the community and just bring on somebody who made content, who posted in you know, and worked in our community a little bit. Uh, but also to kind of just like have that conversation about content creation, what all really entails and what it looks like getting things started. And maybe even talk about some of the struggles, some of the things that worked, some of the things that didn't work. And you guys, like you said, played Battlefield. Now, was that predominantly the type of content that you make that, that you guys made?
3: Yeah, it was mainly it? it started with Battlefield 4. And then once one came out, that was all we played.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And how was the reception of the content that you made? I mean, did you get like, did you stream? Um, did you make actual videos? Like how, what was kind of your, little, your expertise?
3: A little bit of both. Um, I always liked streaming just cause I feel like it was a little easier than sitting there and splicing things together. And then of course, if you pick the wrong song you get the copyright oh, yeah. <laughs> thing, and then it's like, yeah. and I didn't know then that there's all these like there's these other YouTube channels where you can get the music from there the no copyright or something. Yep, yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So when you streamed, did you, did you play PC or were you playing console?
3: Then it was console. It was PS4. Yep. So you
0: streamed straight get from back. the console.
3: Yeah. I didn't get back into PC until I think last year. Cause couldn't find the systems. And then we started getting all the stimulus checks.
1: I can buy a thirty eighty. <laughs>
3: And I just like the whole with Steam. Like recently, I've been playing like the Black Mesa game. I can't get that on PS4. There's the Half Life remake, and I just miss PC in general.
0: Okay, okay, one of those guys. Well. Yeah. All right, all my PlayStation fans, y'all, just hang tight. We're gonna we're gonna make it through this one together. We got another PC guy in here, but that's okay. They don't know the error of their ways.
1: You know what I know? I can do on my PC. Taxes. I pixel. Play- I can play Steam. I can play Xbox, and I can play PlayStation on my
0: PC. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) so I'm gonna jump out. I'm gonna jump back into the actual conversation we're having here. So, when it comes to streaming and making content, you know, you're going up against as a small-time, you know, streamer and and content creator, you're going up against like all the big guys, the ones who are like. Playing professionally—that's what they do. They eat, sleep, breathe. I mean, like you know, when you're when you get on there and you stream and you're putting up against you know all the people online. Did you build enough of a community to interact with and have fun, or was it like a lot of streaming or making content for yourself, hoping that people would watch it?
3: I think it's more the latter, just hoping people were going to watch it. I mean, if we had—I don't remember how many subscribers we had. I think on my personal one, I think I got. 160 subscribers like i don't even know where they even came from because i don't even have anything on there i got like one video that's got a lot of views it's like outlast video okay, okay. But, um, again. yeah i mean it was just us yeah just throwing stuff together i mean originally it was really putting a lot of time and effort into putting the video together then i think towards the end it was just like i'm just gonna throw something together and just kind of half
0: it were you having fun yeah there you go there you go so the reason why i ask these questions isn't necessarily to put you on the spot or really get dig into you the the numbers but i kind of want to like highlight the struggle of making content and getting things going getting things started because like you know zach and i we've been behind the scenes kicking around a lot of ideas right and zach and i we really like making content Zach's a streamer, okay? He's been streaming on Twitch up until his work schedule got t- super haywire. Zach's been streaming on Twitch for a while. I've been making podcasts for years. I mean, yeah, you were over here dating me earlier. And it's like, man, come on now. <clears throat> I like to tell people I've been doing this for like a year or two, not, not six years. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been doing this for a while, man. And it, and it is that thing. It's like it is fun to do and it's fun to interact with people. But, like, sometimes you do kind of – feel like you're spinning your wheels and you, you feel like you, you, you're kind of doing it for nobody. But, you know, we, like I said, we've brought people on that's like, yeah, you kind of spend a little bit of time doing it for nobody. And then and then when it, when it strikes, it strikes. I mean, you know, did you guys have any success where you're like, man, it did feel like for a little while things were picking up and you were building momentum?
3: Yeah, I think in the beginning, because I forgot. It might have been in the actual Facebook group. We were sharing some videos and getting a lot of attention there.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I saw you streaming on Facebook the other day. Yeah. Right. Right. So, how, how's your uh, how's your luck been with Facebook?
3: I think the first time I did it. I was trying out the um, the NVIDIA. I um,
0: think mm-hmm.
3: that's what it is. Yeah. And it's real easy. Just, just Alt Z. It gives you the option to sign into Facebook. And there you go. I just wanted to try it out to see how it was. I was playing the yeah, Black Mesa game. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm trying that out.
0: So is that something you think you're going to jump back into or just uh, just kind of stip- dipping your toe in?
3: I might get back into it. All A lot right. more simple because I don't know what – I can't remember what it was with PlayStation you had to do. I think it was – was it Share yeah. Factory or – Yeah. I don't, well, even, I don't even think you can do it on Facebook anymore, can you? Didn't they with, take that away from the – Yeah, with,
0: with PlayStation, you can't do it on Facebook with the yeah. PlayStation anymore. You have to do it through through Twitch or YouTube. So. Yeah. Twitch integration is pretty simple. I mean, you just hit the share button. If you're logged in, it goes straight to it. I mean, it's like sometimes it's like two buttons and you're done. So, only, only thing, the only thing that stinks about, and I love streaming too. Like, it's weird, is this um, love hate relationship rather. I love streaming because I love interacting with the community and I love like, to me, that's the I mean that's like about as good as sitting in the room gaming with somebody as we get, you know, being across the the country, across the world. I mean, Zach and I are across the country from each other. So it's like we're not really gonna have the opportunity, maybe a handful of times in our life, to sit next to each other and pass the controller. But we can get on a call or get in a Discord chat, you know, and get on Facebook, get on Twitch or what have you, and we can play a game and have a conversation, you know, and it's you know, this little window right here. This little 32-inch window right here is like just about as close as I want to get to Zach, actually. That was a joke, by the way. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Smells like poop socks in here.
0: (sighs) Yeah, there you go. But see, and so like, you know, again, I kind of want to just kind of stay on that. You know, the ease of content creation, it reminds me, and it's very similar to the ease of making music. You know, like it used to be you really had to go out of your way to get music out and produced and in front of people. So everyone had these really garbage sounding demos and it was like, Oh my God, if I could just get in the studio, if I could just get this to sound good. And now it is so easy. I mean, you have freaking garage band on your phone. Now it is so easy to make music. And then in a couple of buttons, I can have it on Spotify and, and iTunes that like, now the struggle is getting someone to stop what they're doing to pay attention to you. Cause they're getting just slammed with everything fighting for your time. You know, yeah, like Zach, I'm sure not- you, I'm sure you can jump in on that one and, and just talk about like how hard it is. Like you, if you're not consistent with your stream and your content creation, what happens to it? Hey, oh, it, fa- it
1: falls off 110%. Like I was, I was thoroughly surprised this last time. So Um, I went on a hiatus because of work and then I came back for about three months or so and everything started like picking up like I was steady every week Wednesday Friday every every week same time streaming for like three months and I and I started going back from two viewers per stream all the way back up that I was getting like 15 to 20 so in in a three month period that's really good Um, I had a I had a fairly successful subathon celebrating my 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 two years as an affiliate. Sorry, my two years of stream. My my two year affiliate marks not until December, but you know I had I had a little bit of success in that. But it's you know I'm gonna, I'm I'm falling off again, and if I ever start back up, it's going to start straight back from from the beginning. It's going to be two to three people.
0: Yep. And, and that was kind of my thing too. Is like I would so it used to be when we would stream the podcast, we would have a few dozen people. On a Friday night or a Saturday night, whenever we would we, we would record, you know, and stream the podcast, we have a few dozen people in there, and then it was like build momentum, build momentum, build momentum, and then the minute you break off of that, or the minute that you kind of like deviate, then it's like three, four, five, six people, you know, and it's like oh man, you know, just get killed I mean, them, it, it does it's a bit of a buzzkill, and then so we stopped stream, for multiple reasons we stopped streaming the podcast. And I, and I've considered over the years doing it live again. The trophy horrors are finding some pretty good success right now doing theirs live, and there's a lot of community interaction. I like getting in there. I'm usually cooking dinner whenever they're uh, recording on Sunday nights, and I like to get in there and talk a little trash and listen to the guys. Um, so that like you know it is fun to do, but it's like if you deviate from that schedule, and like I just I my life is too chaotic. So then, like, for, for I don't know, a couple months, me and my kids were streaming on Sunday nights. That was the Sunday night spooky s- spooky Sunday stream or whatever. We were doing five nights at Freddy's games. And, yeah, we were doing a bunch of stuff. And, you know, a, <laughs> we had this thing going where if they got jump scared, they had to announce to the stream that they're scared little weenie. And we we started getting, you know, six to eight, you know, people watching. Yeah, I think once or twice we crossed into the 13 range, which that's not a lot of people. But if you think about it like this, and this is what i and the whole point of this conversation tonight is for the people that are listening, they're thinking about creating content. You know, we've brought on RTG85 and he's, you know, got hundreds of thousands of subscribers and, you know, it's, he makes videos and gets tens of thousands of views on whatever. And we brought on the guy from Nintendo Quest, Jay. And he's, this is about like just small time creators talking about like, you know, the struggles or whatever. But if you think about 13 people in the room with you, that's a lot of people. If you think about 13 people standing around you while you play video games, that's that's kind of, that's, 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 it's a lot more awkward actually if you think about the people actually standing in the room with you opposed to just sitting on the screen and watching and interacting with you. So, I would highly encourage, and that's kind of what I want to do with this, you know, this conversation tonight. And I would highly encourage you, Jeffrey. Actually, if you decide to get back into it, post in the group. You know, I, I for one, will watch your stuff. I, I would highly encourage that. I know there's a, a handful of people that do stream occasionally, and then do put that stuff in the group. And I've never been one of those people to take our group and say, hey, you can't post in here. This is mine. I've always encouraged it, and I've always tried to get behind everybody. You know, because I would hope that people would do the same for me. Yep. But I definitely would love to encourage people to say, yeah, hey, hey, you know what? If maybe you only have five, six, 10, 20 subscribers. You know, keep going. Keep posting in there. Now, William Ridgeway, I want to give a shout out to him. He's, uh, he, he posts videos and him streaming in the group. Week after week. We've had conversations. I've actually invited him on the show. I was like, hey, man, you want to come on and show you? I don't know. I don't really know what I could talk about. I don't have a huge subscriber base. And I'm like, I'm not that guy. I don't care about your numbers. You know, Like, this is a community. I want to give you the opportunity to talk about what you do. How else are you going to grow if someone doesn't, you know, doesn't lean in and support you? And I don't know if I'm doing a good job of that. But, I mean, like, you know, Zach, he started streaming. Zach was streaming and doing his thing. And I reached out. And I was like, Hey, why don't you do the podcast with us? You know, a matter of fact, you did the podcast with us a couple of times back when Frosty was there. And then you, yep. you, you come back later on, like almost like a year, almost like a year anniversary or two year anniversary. You're like, Hey, man, I ain't been on the show in a while. I was like, You know what? You're freaking right. Let's go. And, and then it, now I was
1: what? on the show. And then it was, Hey, you got to come back soon. And then it was, Hey, we really enjoyed having you on. Do you, and do you want to do this every week? And I was like, you know what, why not? I enjoy doing it a lot, you know, and yeah. connecting with somebody, you know, cause I don't, Daryl, Daryl's from where I'm at. So there have been many opportunity where I could have met Daryl just out of, out of whimsy for whatever reason, we but
0: we could have accidentally bumped into each other.
1: Yeah. The, but it, it's kind of nice to feel like I'm still, you know, I'm still there.
0: Yeah. You know, home is where the heart is. They say, basically what I'm getting at is Jeffrey, you want to join the podcast? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For now,
1: you, you, don't, you, you don't want to do this with us every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so even but- Joe, even Joe was like yeah she's got dance lessons on thursday sorry bye
0: yeah <laughs> joe's like i got a botox appointment uh, every <laughs> thursday <laughs> so but no jeffrey i know i, I don't, i've done a lot of rambling and zach's done a lot of talking but like i mean like is there anything that you want to share about your time making content and you dabbling in it? is that something that you'd be interested in doing again do you have any tips or tricks or encouragement for anybody who's making stuff right now
3: I wouldn't mind like i said i would like to get back into it and i probably will it's just, it's kind of like I said with family and having kids and work because, um, I work in food distribution. So it's like our numbers picked up when COVID hit and they mm-hmm. haven't slowed down and you know, all that stuff yep. working in warehouses. But, um, I guess it curves I mean, tips would be just don't stop, I guess. Yeah. Like I know, like I was listening, like I listened to some other podcasts and they were talking about, you know, it's comedians. They're talking about the whole thing about like, doing their first show live and they're like, man, I feel like I suck or whatever. And it's funny too. Cause some of these comedians telling these stories, like, like Dave Chappelle talking about how he bombed so many times doing stand up. Yeah. And then look at him now. He's the goat. Well, yeah. Like people like him and Joe Rogan talking about how I think it was Bill Burr too. They were saying the same thing. Like it's like, they felt like quitting right there. Yep, Cause of how yeah. bad it was. And that's like years of doing that.
0: Dude, guess, there's, yeah. so,
3: there's, Go oh, ahead, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, I was saying just like, yeah, I mean there's you know, just keep doing it.
0: Man, there's some days where I'll look at our podcast numbers and I go, Man, we've been doing this for six years. That's that's, that's crazy to think of how much we put into it, how I many hours of editing alone. And then there's some weeks where it's like, oh dang, we got a huge spike, you know. It, it just it ebbs and flows and, and the thing that uh that, that keeps me coming back with our community specifically is we've got a healthy handful of people that interact with us, that talk with us, that play games with us, you know, and they're they're constantly pouring back into the show. I'm not even talking about like Patreon subscriber wise. I'm just talking about like the interaction, you know? Yep. Like I've met uh Zach, Joe, and Clyde through this show. Uh Redbeard Rick, friggin' MZ, um JT, the commissioner. Freaking Gaz, I mean, shoot, like freaking Gaz Davis, which I mean Gareth, you guys know him in, in his G- Gamertags Gaz, but I mean in the podcast groups Gareth, I've said on the show multiple times, like our two families just met up from across the world and had a freaking blast together. So th- that's the kind of thing that keeps me encouraged, that keeps me coming back, is because that no matter what our numbers look like, and no matter what our our you know downloads and subscribers, none that none of that stuff really matters, like. Honestly and truthfully, none of that stuff matters. Now, I know if you get into a hobby, uh, you're doing your hobby and you want to make it your career or whatever, it does matter that way. But, like, for what we do here and what we offer here, it doesn't really matter because the people that we have met along the way have been so freaking awesome and we've had so much fun with them. Like, the other day, Gaz and I got on, uh, on online and we freaking platinumed uh, Onrush together. You know, that was, that was, that was good. That was fun. You know, there's been times where MZ and I have gotten online and my youngest and we played Minecraft and knocked out some multiplayer trophies together. Just having a good time. You know, as a matter of fact, my youngest keeps asking me when we're going to play Minecraft with MZ again. You know, He he doesn't really know who MZ is, but it's just, he knows him from the, from the chat. We've had, we played some games together. So it's been, it's been a very fun and fulfilling hobby, you know, Yep. And, uh, you know, Zach and I, I guess, you know, we kind of work our way into announcing this It's a bit like our quote, soft announcement on everything. But, you know, Zach called me the other day and he's like, Hey man, I got these ideas, you know? And I'm like, dude, I've been kicking around some very similar ideas. So we've been behind the scenes, just kind of like, how can we take what we do and add to it without interfering with what we already do and our already commitments? Cause Zach is a family man. He's got a wife, he's got a kid. I obviously have a wife. I've got kids. You guys have heard my kids on the show numerous times. Um, but uh, and so one of the things we're talking about doing right now is because both of us have this uh this desire and this urge for physical game collection and physical media collection. I mean, Jeffrey, like you and I just met up the other day and you sold me a bunch of comic books. And that was <laughs> we're sitting there talking, and I was like, Hey, you wanna come on the podcast? <laughs> and you looked at me like, sure, let's go. You know? And like that's just you know what I'm saying? Like it was like we've been interacting in the same place for so long, but then I uh, like, you know, we meet up and I'm like, you know what? Come on, show. It. Let's go. Let's do this. And that's how it work. And by the way, that might not be good, but <laughs> it sometimes it just shoot from the hip like that. But Zach and I have been been coming up with this idea. And Zach, I'm gonna let you actually you know announce the details. But essentially, we are going to be challenging each other to find physical games. And we're going to set some parameters. And we might even let the community lean in and set these parameters. But we're going to be making some videos of us hunting physical games in a a challenge back and forth. So Zach, why don't you go ahead and just kind of fill in the details. So uh,
1: we were kind of bouncing around the idea of, hey, let's do some crazy off-the-wall challenges with each other. uh, Kind of get the community involved, get get each other kind of going and see what we could do. Um while making it kind of fun and interactive for the both of us, uh so one of our biggest rules for these challenges is since Daryl is always picking up video games at flea markets and other various stores, uh, we can only shop at physical locations or over Facebook Marketplace, uh where we, we have to we have to physically meet up and, and hold the game in our hand. So no buying on Amazon, no buying on eBay, no buying on any online retailer whatsoever. Um and then from there we'll determine, hey, like for October, we're we're bouncing around the idea of challenging each other to say find the rarest horror game that we can find. Um and, and we're gonna and we're gonna delve a little bit more into the details later, but whoever can find the rarest horror game in the month of October. Yep, and then yep, yep. And, and and kind of recording our journey, the different stores we go into to look for all the stuff um, pawn shops, flea markets, physical GameStop locations and stuff like that. And then we're each going to have our own video and then come together at the end of both of our videos. And that's where we'll post kind of like our, our little like, conversation and kind of show off what we got.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So one of the things we've been talking about doing is, uh, well, I won't spoil all the ideas we've got, but we got a handful of fun ideas, things that really interest the both of us. Yep. And, you know, for the, for the most part, this probably it will take a while, just like any content creation, just the theme of like I'm talking about tonight. And it's going to take a while to build up some traction, but who knows, you know, how it'll go. But we don't do a lot of video content. And, and we've all three discussed from having families and having full time jobs. Yeah, you know, sometimes the, the streaming isn't the most. You got to have a schedule. You got to be consistent. Yeah. And we can't always do that. So, Zach and I are like, well, what can we do in our own time that doesn't require us to be in the same place at the same time, that doesn't take away from our families? What are we already doing? Oh, dang, we're always going out and buying video games. So, what if we yep. challenge each other to, hey, this month's challenge, Zach proposed, we go get a spooky game, the rarest spooky game, and we'll set a budget, you know? Like, we ain't trying to break the bank. I surely ain't trying to get in no trouble.
1: <laughs> you telling me? And
0: that's right. So who can get the rarest game for the cheapest amount of money in the month of October? And I think that's a very fair, a very fun idea. Because now I'm, dude, guys, I'm already going to flea market on Wednesday mornings after I drop the kids off to school. I'm going to flea market on sa- Saturday mornings before um soccer. Um, try. Sometimes I go on Sunday mornings before church. I'm, a, I'm a, this week alone, tell I'm gonna t- tell you guys a couple stories, right? So here's what I do: I go and I buy a bunch of stuff. Okay, I buy lots and lots of stuff for for a few bucks here, a few bucks there, whatever, right? And then I, I I take out what I want, right? What I need to add to my collection, and then what I've got duplicates of, or you know, like uh, things that are unnecessary because like I, maybe I bought a, a, a game stack, a ga- stack of games, and there's like one or two games I wanted out of it, but the rest of them I don't need. Well, if there's something that's worth me actually packaging, listing, and shipping on eBay, I'll sell it on eBay. Or I'll put it in a bin. And I've got this one specific bin. And then I'll fill the bin up. And as I fill the bin up, then I go to one of my local gaming stores and I trade it in. And I'll get like a bunch of stuff that I really like. Okay. Now what I've been doing lately is I've been going in these stores. And so I'll go to one store and they might only take three quarters of my bin. Well, then I wait till the bin fills back up and then I go to the next store and then I'll, I'll trade in whatever I can and then so forth and so on to all the local shops around. Okay. Now I've been making relationships with people. So I've actually invited some of them on the show to talk about their stores to promote their business. And to talk about what it's like to be, you know, to run a local game shop, to be in that physical market in a world that's running to digital. So it's been pretty interesting. So we're going to have some of the local game shop owners on the show in the coming weeks, which I'm very excited to talk to them about that. One guy, he was like, dude, I don't want to be on video. I don't want to talk on the show, but I'll tell you anything you want to know right now. He told me what he, dude, oh my gosh, he said, I got 400 PS2s. He was like, it, he said it took me six, he's like 60 grand to get my show started, to get my store started. I was just like, what? He was awesome. And he was just, he's like, man, I got rooms full of this stuff. He showed me this stack. He goes, I got Xbox ones and PS4s and Xbox 360s and PS3 stacked to the freaking ceiling in this room over here. It was awesome. I mean, they're all boxed up and ready to go. So anyways, I was having this conversation. And I was really, I'm just been trying to meet the local game store people because, you know, you, we see GameStop ebbing and flowing. Yeah. Some days it seems like GameStop's gonna shut down and go away any day. And then now digital media has out, outsells physical media, especially ever since COVID. So it's like, you know, physical game collating is getting more and more expensive. It's getting harder to find the really good stuff. And uh, I just was like, you know what, I'm gonna take some of this stuff a little more serious and then create a game for myself when it comes to buying, collecting and selling. And then as I'm meeting people, as I'm talking to people, I'm like, let's, let's, let's talk on the show. Let's, let's, let's build this physical game community a little, you know, make it a little stronger, a little deeper. So um, I say all that to say that, you know, then Zach calls me up with his idea and I'm like, bro, we are like seriously on the same wavelength right now. Like I'm, I'm feeling this so i'm pretty excited about it and uh again i'm so excited in fact that i met jeffrey in a parking lot to buy comic books and i was like hey come on my show let's talk <laughs> so, enlighten
1: us with your ways of content creation
2: yeah so i hope There's i hope no that difference.
0: it's not i hope it's not awkward for you you know what i'm saying like most people when they come on the show they're a little nervous at first and they don't really know what they're getting into and i didn't really debrief you too much other than Hey, we're gonna talk about you do some YouTube stuff, you do some Facebook gaming, we're gonna talk about content creation. Let's go.
3: <laughs> so that wasn't that awkward. I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah,
0: sure. All right, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be in your stinky show. It's fine. <laughs> so um, Jeffrey, before we turn you loose, because we know you got you're a busy guy and you got uh we I said we'd keep it, you know, 30, 45 minutes. So why don't you end our time together with uh, what games you've been playing? I know you said Black Mesa, but what else have you been playing?
3: Black like Mesa. Alright, so I have a problem on Steam. Every time they do a sale, I know my stuff. <laughs> so there was Doom Eternal, which I had played it on PS4, but it was I think it was like ten bucks on Steam, so it's like, why not? Yes. Right now Black Mesa, um got the new Call of Duty pre ordered. Okay. Yeah. I, I played the I played the beta a little bit because I skipped the last two. I didn't well. I played a little bit of Black Ops Cold, Cold War. Cold War, yeah. I played a little bit of it. I like the zombies, but it's the zombies is good. Zombies
1: is good. You, did, did you play the campaign?
3: I played. I don't think I beat it.
0: You should. You should. Yeah, I thought the campaign was really good.
3: Yeah, I've always actually liked the campaigns on Call of Duty. It's the multiplayer that's you uh, know. yeah, yeah, hit or, here hit or miss, hit or miss kind of thing. Yeah, with um. Right
2: now, it's just Black Mesa, um, which I need to finish. Damn, what the hell? What else am I even playing? I beat
3: this village. No, that was oh, last year. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That's a good game. We get, we're getting ready to get the gold edition. It's got a third person mode. It plays that like freaking Resident Evil Village in third person. Oh, I can't wait. Bro, I know, we'll stop,
3: more DLC too, right? There's the, what's the other DLC that's coming out for that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the gold edition comes out in October, and it is going to be the, um, the Rose DLC, the Story of Rose, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, essentially, Ethan Winter's daughter, you get to play as her. Yeah. And then that's going to be in third person. So what they're doing is they're in this gold edition, they're allowing you to replay the entire game in third person it was a first person game. Yeah. Third person makes my pee-pee go doing doing doing. Yeah.
1: So I'm i I'm stoked. Anything Resident Evil makes his pee pee go doing doing doing.
0: <laughs> and it make my pee pee go
3: da-doing, doing doing
0: I can't wait, dude. <clears throat> can't freaking wait.
3: And I'll definitely um
0: be picking up four
3: when
0: That comes out next oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dude. Oh my gosh. So we're getting ready to go through a survival horror, just I guess uh, golden era, because we're getting ready to have Callisto Protocol in December. So let's back it up. The um, Resident Evil Village Gold with the third person mode in the DLC in October. Then we're going to have Re- um, Callisto Protocol in December. Dead Space remake in January. Resident Evil 4 remake in March. They announced Alan Wake 2 and the new Alone in the Dark game. I mean, can't, can't wait. Hmm.
3: Then they just have a trailer too for Dead Space. Is it yeah, a remake? Yeah,
0: yeah the remake is coming out in January. It looks amazing. It looks really, really good. The lighting in it is incredible. Like, it's just, it's crazy because I just, we just played Dead Space as, for a game club for the podcast we played with the community a couple months ago and the game still holds up. It's so good. And we had the conversation on the show. I don't know that we need a remake. I don't know. This is, this might, I mean, but you know, uh, myself and uh, you know, Matt, we're like, okay, you know what? This will be good. We have a good, fresh baseline for what this game was. So we'll, we'll really know when we play in January, if this is good or bad. And then we, I saw the videos and like I said, the lighting, like Isaac standing there shooting a necromorph and the lights flickering on and off around him changes the atmosphere. Like it's something so subtle. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that looks amazing. So I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. Uh, Anything else you want to say or add before we get out of here? Um,
3: I don't think so. I can't think of anything. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. All right. Zach, you got any closing thoughts?
1: Um yeah, Jeffrey, where can the people find you on Facebook if they want to oh, catch you yeah. or a Facebook stream or and where can they watch some of them old YouTube videos that you guys were sharing? Oh, let me see real quick. We'll include the links, but like yeah, just yeah, what yeah. what what what's the na- the the title of the your channel on Facebook?
3: Well, Facebook, it was just my actually my Facebook page. I don't have okay. a legit, yeah. You know, so they'd have to actually look me up.
0: Oh, look at them digits! On, <laughs> I say like, you can just post your videos in the Loot Bros Facebook group anytime you want to go live or anytime you want to stream. Just post it in Loot Bros Facebook group, and yep, we'll ban you. Hit, what hit, the sh- hit, what? <laughs> hit that share button? <laughs> i'm just the, the old bait and switch i just want you to join my group i want you to post your videos follow my podcast and then once i've had my fill ban. you dork <laughs> got him what you said tricky's here What? asked <laughs> hey, my boy, oh, my I know. boy Tricky. so awesome so yeah and was it it was always on top gaming yeah that was the one we had it was made always a few on top, top co-workers. okay yeah Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking shop with us, talking content creation from the little guy's perspective, because we're all little guys here. Um, Thank you, Zach, for coming on here and talking shop in this four plus hour podcast that we did. Can't believe, Holy, can't believe we it. talked that long. I mean, it's just we talked so much. We lost Joe and Kali. That doesn't surprise me. No, well, they they oh, they suck. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to the show right now, make sure you mention uh, to Joe and Colise, hey, sorry about your butts. This has been the Loot Bros Podcast, and we're out of here. <laughs> Peace.